It's official. Our book, Blarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership is available for purchase in bookstores today. If you didn't pre-order a copy, please go out and get one as soon as possible. Polarities are all around us in our homes, our work environments, in our communities, and our countries, and even in us. And if you don't recognize them, understand how they work on you and around you, and don't know how to leverage them, they will haunt you. Polarities will keep showing up in your life as persistent, unsolvable problems. Having this awareness and knowledge compels us to share it with leaders like you around the world. We believe polarization we've experienced in our homes and schools and communities and even our world would shift if every leader became polarity intelligent. It is an essential competency you can't afford to overlook. Start your journey today toward becoming polarity intelligent. Get your copy of Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership, wherever you get your books. This is the True Leader Podcast. Today, we have a fabulous conversation with Tori shaw Morosky about leadership, entrepreneurship, and overcoming imposter syndrome. You won't want to miss this one. Welcome to the True Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We are life and business besties, leadership coaches and mentors, and polarity intelligence experts. We're the authors of Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership, and co-founders of Missing Logic. We are here to help high-achieving leaders break through leadership norms that cause them suffering at work and home. If you're looking to elevate your leadership, increasing your productivity, effectiveness, and impact, and manage your health and well-being, spend quality time with those you love, and live your best life, then you are in the right place. Our goal in this podcast is to equip you with new ways of thinking and practical and tactical strategies for succeeding at work and thriving in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of personal and professional development so you can reach your full leadership potential, create a life you love, and be what we are calling a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable or true leader. If you are ready to learn and laugh a little, let's get started. And welcome to another episode of the True Leader Podcast with Michelle and Tracy. We are here for you. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. We are here for you. You, the true that's leader. That's right. That's right. The entrepreneur, the small business owner, whoever you are, whatever walk of life you're in. Yeah. You're leading in some way. We're, We're all, all leaders. leaders. Right? We are all leaders. We're all leaders. Yep. And we had a great interview today. Well, a fantastic interview. We are so blessed to talk with people that are just awesome people. You know, they're just awesome people. They're awesome human beings. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They are. We're so fortunate we get to chat mm -hmm. with them and have fun I doing know. it. We, we had a did. lot of laughs today. <laughs> We did have a lot of laughs. You know, I think that's so important, though, um, that you can laugh at yourself. I just, it's important. Yeah, you're an expert at it. And you will, you, you will, are. you'll, you'll hear why. Yeah, you are. You're an expert at laughing with, your, with, with yourself. With myself. <laughs> with All my little Michelleisms. Oh, yes. I We have a long list. And boy, let me tell you, at some point in time, we will be doing the reveal. 
<laughs> who, we might even have shirts made. Who has time for that? <laughs> I do. Well, you know, it, we love our life. Trace and I love our life. We love the work that we do. We love doing the podcast. And we love talking, as you said, Tracy, to phenomenal people. And today we talked to another fellow entrepreneur. We've been with her on the journey And we just had a really candid, honest conversation about what that's like when you are a woman and you're growing in your role, and then you even take a step outside of your corporate role or your your regular nine to five job and you do something different. Really, what does that bring up for all of us and what are some of the things we experience? So we had a great conversation today with a leader about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's introduce yeah. her and roll. So here's the, show. the mystery woman. It's Tori Shaw Borowski. And uh, she goes by Tori. And Tori is a clinical social worker, a certified diversity practitioner, and workforce developer. She excels in designing and implementing impactful programs, projects, and initiatives. Tori's superpower is the ability to bring together diverse populations and unite them under a shared vision to accomplish goals and reach milestones. And through her skillful application of education, mentorship, and coaching, she empowers individuals and teams to achieve their highest potential. Tori currently serves as the CEO of Globally Empowered, a consulting firm dedicated to advancing the workforce through education, research, competency-based training, and coaching with a diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI lens. Her unwavering commitment to fostering growth and creating positive change fuels the firm's mission of transforming healthcare and other industries through innovative strategies, digital tools, and inclusive practices. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Tori. Tori, you're back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you're an entrepreneur. I know. (laughs) Welcome to our club. (laughs) Thank you. I'm coming back again. I've actually been here a couple of times now. Oh, she goes away and she comes back. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll learn more about that as we get going today, right? Yes. Yep. Well, we're really, really thrilled to have you with us today. It's just, you know, you're just such a special person and we can't wait to have this incredible conversation with you. But before we start there, why don't you just tell our listeners a little bit about your business, about Globally Empowered and what the mission of your company is and fill us all in. Yeah, I would love to talk about Globally Empowered. Well, it's a consulting firm that's really dedicated to propelling workforce development. Um, So um, creation of education, research, competency-based training, um, coaching, mentorship, publications, and all of this wrapped up with a diversity, health equity, and inclusion lens. So the mission really is to bridge these global workforce development gaps through innovative digital solutions. So we're really dedicated to creating workforce solutions that inspire growth. Mm, I love that. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome. What was your motivation? To begin this business, to take this, how many times now have you been an entrepreneur? <laughs> I'm just curious. I think 
I know. I in preparing for this, I was like, maybe I'm a serial entrepreneur. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> because in 2009, I created a non I co-created a nonprofit organization with two incredibly brilliant women mm-hmm. um, called Global Implementation Solutions. And we call it affectionately call it GIS. And it is focused on providing one health programming as well as biosecurity legislation development and building laboratory diagnostic capacity, primarily throughout Africa and the Middle East. So we launched in 2009 and I'm I'm so delighted to share that I'm still a part of the organization, although I departed in 2013, but I currently serve as the president for the board of directors. And then in between GIS and Globally Empowered, I actually created um, a product line called Consciously Tory. Um, it was an organic product line where I sold my products online in small stores around the Chicagoland area and then in pop-up um, opportunities. So I was making all kinds of women-focused products like body butter, face oil, makeup remover, lip balm. Wow. Well, I had no idea. I, I, I know I had no idea. Consciously Tori. I love it. Yes. Made with love and organic ingredients was the tagline. Uh, no Aww. wonder no wonder your skin is so amazing. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah, I used to make all my own face products and I obviously I had to abandon that because it was just impossible to do all of that and working full time and volunteering and mm. getting married, and, you know, trying to start yeah. families. So something like, had to give. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had so to this give. is round number three. Yeah, wow. it's round number three. Wow, bringing right. it all full circle. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. What was your what was your motivation for starting this endeavor, this business? Tell us okay, a little bit about well, that. You know, I I think it was born out um, of my desire, my passion to empower individuals and organizations, because honestly, I was not feeling empowered in the workplace. Yeah. And that feeling inspired me to become a certified diversity practitioner. And that really was the catalyst behind Globally Empower coming into formation. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember hearing Robin Roberts of Good Morning America share this quote of make your mess your message. And that that hit me so deeply that I could turn some of the difficult experiences that I have been encountering in the workplace into, you know, productive and and helpful, beneficial ways for others. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. It's a great line. I do too. Your mess, your message. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Well, we've been following you. We've been keeping our eye on you, Tori. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting away. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're sticking close to you, girl. We're sticking close to you. And, uh, you know, you're blogging. I mean, you're doing a lot of great work, but we really do enjoy reading your blogs. And the one that you published uh, on October 3rd, 2023, was on conquering imposter syndrome, empowering your career journey. And uh, we work with leaders in all different walks of life. So that one really caught our eye. We thought, let's chat about that on the on the True Leader podcast. So first of all, just, just tell our listeners, you know, how you define imposter syndrome. <laughs> 
What is it? Yeah, well, um, it's that all too common phenomenon that really transcends all of our achievements and qualifications. I always think of it as that nagging sense of inadequacy, um, that fear of being unmasked as a fraud, despite ample evidence of your achievements, qualifications, um, credentials at the end of your name. Um, and obviously, I feel like imposter syndrome is having a renaissance because everyone is really starting to talk about this again. Yeah. And so when I was doing this um, blog post, I, I did a lot of research and I found out that clinical psychologist Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes first coined this term in 1978. Um, because they had observed that individuals experience imposter syndrome despite possessing ample external evidence of their achievements, persistently believed that they did not deserve the success they had attained. And um, also for Black Indigenous people of color, color known as the acronym BIPOC, um, this feeling is further compounded by unconscious intergenerational trauma and structural racism. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you know, this blog post took me to all kinds of places and spaces, and I learned so much. Um, and I, I really needed to do this for myself because as I was preparing to launch Globally Empowered, I, I was really struggling. Um, fear of, am I good enough? Who am I to be doing this? And it was crippling. Honestly, it yeah. was crippling. And, yeah. you know, if I'm feeling this, a billion other people are feeling this. And so yeah. that's why this topic resonated so deeply with me. Yeah. yeah. And it, and to your point, it's it's not that it's rare. It's actually pretty common, right? And and um, and uh it's it happens, I think, certainly as entrepreneurs, like Tracy and I talk like this, we've never done this before. <laughs> this is a whole new game, you know, being an entrepreneur. Um, but also it happens with the leaders we work with when they have a, a career change and just that fear of, can I really do this? And then when they get in that position, um, you know, it's like, do they, are they going to find me out that I really don't know everything, that feeling that comes up, you know, I remember when I first started, um, you know, being a nurse and working in the hospital. And then when we started working for more corporations and doing a lot of travel, I'll just never forget this one time I was standing outside a building and I had to go in and I had to teach salespeople how to engage in conversation. And I decided to teach them dialogue skills, which is something Tracy and I have done for years in working with healthcare professions. And all of a sudden I had this doubt creep up like never before, like, who am I to teach them this when I've been teaching people it for years? <laughs> and I actually had to call a friend. To like calm down. Oh yeah. She's like, you got this. Go in there and just do it. And it was, it was such a, it was like facing that fear and then going in there and doing it and then having them say, I've never learned this before. Thank you. I I didn't realize that I'm in sales and I don't know how to listen to clients. <laughs> <laughs> so I was brought back to that memory thinking about imposter syndrome and, you know, the, the, one of the many ways I've experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I think it, it's so, you know, our brains are wired to keep us safe. So this is yes. where I always come back to, right? Yes. We are hardwired for safety. And, yeah. um, and so anytime you're about to step out of that safe zone, 
your brain is going to do whatever it can to pull you back, right? Whether that's making you feel, you know, unworthy or um, inadequate, or it's going to tell you all kinds of little stories, you know, your little person on your shoulder is going to be just a, right? Who are you? Why are you doing this? You don't know enough. They know more than you. And, you know, it's just going to be yakking at you, right? And and I think we self-sabotage in that way, right? Yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. And Absolutely. I, exactly. And it's kind of like, I think, I, I think that helps me, right? When I feel that coming up, I just go, okay, this is what I'm wired to do because what I'm about to do, there's an, a, a certain element of uncertainty to it. And it's going, you know, in my body is telling me, you know, halt, halt, <laughs> but it's okay. Right. It's okay. Nobody, nobody's going to die here. Right. And it, because some, it, it's so crippling. You do feel yes. like I'm not going to be okay. Yeah. Um, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be shamed. The world's going to fall apart. And, <laughs> and, and I, I think for me, I always, I always felt that when I was, when I first started to speak publicly, right? Like what's the worst thing? People are more afraid of speaking in public than they yes. are of dying, right? Of death. It's it, up there with fear of death. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> but I would feel that, right? Like, oh, you know, and I think it would be like, you know, like I felt like people knew more than I did about what I was going to talk about. But the truth was they didn't. No, they don't. I have an expertise they don't have. And I just speak from my heart about what I know. Mm -hmm. Right. And that always helped me. It was kind of like, <laughs> just let that go. Right. Cause they're, they're only going to know what I tell them. <laughs> and if exactly. I get to tell them something, oh, well, they'll learn it next time. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's also about moving into that space of vulnerability. Yes. yes. You know, you feel so naked, yeah. you feel so seen. And it's also flipping this, the switch on vulnerability is such a strength. It is. Oh. Um, well, and when you're vulnerable, you're more relatable. Yeah. You're open. I mean, you're so open. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. You're able to connect so much easier. Yeah. And there's things, and there's levels of vulnerability, right? Like, I mean, you don't have to tell everybody everything. <laughs> but you can be vulnerable. In other words, just bring your voice, take a chance, yeah. be seen. I was just on a call, coaching call this morning with, entrepreneurs from across the world. And one of the common things was wanting to be seen, wanting to be seen, but afraid of bringing it right. Which is what this is all about, right? It's about feeling like you're an imposter. So I just think that's, yeah. it's just so interesting. It is. And you know, now that I've just gotten more comfortable with that fear, it's often my indicator that it's something I have to do. I have to get to the other yep. side of that. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. The great Eleanor Roosevelt quote, you know, do one thing a day that you're afraid to do. <laughs> Just go out and do it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so what have been, and what have been some of your lessons uh, when it comes to imposter syndrome um, and, you know, helping others deal with it? What have some of your lessons been? Um, definitely, you know, do it anyway. Yeah. 
Um, I've been saying that people, you know, obviously public speaking, like we just said, you get so afraid. And my, my comment is do it. Even if you're shaking while you're delivering it, just do it anyway. Um, you know, we can't let fear of failure get in the way of our greatness. And it's also, if we're not able to find the courage to birth our ideas, to share our magic, it's really doing a disservice to the world. Yes. yes. Um, so true. So yeah, I'm I'm just gonna do it anyway. And and I often say, well, what is the worst thing that could happen? I could fall flat on my face. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I'm just gonna pick myself back up again. Yeah. Well, so and you'll that, learn yeah. something. Yes. Right. Which is what yeah, we're here we're for. Always we're always the hardest on ourselves anyway. Um, So even if you make a mistake, you're never going to make that mistake again, because internally we are so much harder on ourselves. And then that gets coded and Mm -hmm. we never make the same mistake twice. That's how I approach it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, this reminds me of something. Um, Did you ever see that movie Parenthood with Steve Martin? Yes. And do you remember in the movie, um, you know, he's he's kind of all over the place, right, with what's happening in his life. His wife's pregnant. His job's not going well, right? He's got all this stuff going on. And I remember the grandmother, and she says, you know, but talks about how her and her husband were talking, right? Like, life can be a roller coaster just full of thrills and, you know, how excitement. Or you can get on the merry-go-round and go around and around and around. <laughs> and she was like, I prefer the roller coaster, right? And when you think about it, that's why we're here. We're here yeah. for the thrill of life to live fully, right? To express ourselves and to embrace everything that's coming to us. And that's what this is kind of like, like resisting the roller coaster, Versus just embracing it, right? Like, this is going to be a ride I'm going to go on. <laughs> and I might have a few drops, but hey, you know, like. That's right. The highs will be really high because of the lows, right? So if I make a mistake yeah. and I drop down, oh, well. Buckle up. And you always end up in a way better yeah. space or position than you could have ever envisioned. Um, I like the quote on Mark from Martin Luther King, you don't have to see the whole staircase, but just take that first step. Yes, It's really about stepping out on faith and and trusting that the universe or whatever safety net really is going to catch you because what is meant for you is not going to pass you by. No. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Now, one of the things that you mentioned in your blog that I just wanted to touch on is you talked about, um, you talked about the KPMG study that 75% of female executives across industries experience this more often. Tell me yeah, a little bit I about mean, that. That why women? Why do we why is that? Why women? That's a good question. And yeah, I mean that KPMG statistic really hit me because they also talked about how this often happens when women are just a step or two away from advancing to the C-suite. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was really, really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really, I feel like it stems from self-doubt, um, low self-esteem, um, that fear of falling short and never living up to the expectations that have been set. 
um, whether they're self-imposed or set by others. Um, and then also isolation. If we if we lack professional or personal connections, especially with other women in similar positions, that's really a hardship. What is the quote um, behind every successful woman is a tribe of women who are supporting her and standing behind her. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I think it, connection, um, having, like you said, Michelle, you called a friend yeah. at, in that time of need. And, you know, there are women who are struggling on their own in these circumstances who may not have the friend or the family to lean on, who may find themselves alone on the leadership team without a counterpart to go to. And also this adage of coming into fully embracing women supporting other women, which, um, you know, my parents, it was a kind of a different culture. Um, it was this perceived feeling that for women, there was only one seat at the table and therefore we had to like elbow other women out of the way. And now it's like, no, we're going to do this together. And if there's not a seat, we're going to pull up a seat and make a seat for us and for others who come behind us. Yeah. Yeah, There is a whole movement on women speaking up on behalf of other women and being, you know, creating that sisterhood, so to speak. And Tracy and I, we just heard a great speaker this last weekend, um, who she has intentional friend pods that she calls on intentionally. And especially when she knows she's got a big thing, she'll set a call up with them after her event. So there's things we can do that I think have really helped us um, through those times and to kind of, you know, just really keep us going strong. Yeah, I love that, especially as entrepreneurs, because, you know, there is a sense of like, there's, there's no one to call, there's no book, there's no SOP, like, you know, making up a lot of these things as we go along, and that need to cultivate a system of support is even more important um, when you're, when you're launching a business. Right. Well, and I, I think too, when you think about it historically, right, who holds the executive positions? Right. White men, mostly, right? And, and so as a woman trying to bust through the ceiling and trying to get a seat at the table and to have a voice, you've got that. And you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? Because if you leverage your masculine energy to match the energy in the room, then you're criticized. If you lean into your feminine energy, which is really what is needed in the room, you're criticized, right? So I think, you know, as I think about it, I think that plays a big part, especially for those that are getting ready to step into the room, into that level. That, you know, it's, it's a fine line to walk, to find your voice and bring it and to leverage your strengths and your energy and manage the energy of the others that you are going to be engaging with, especially when you are the minority in that group most often, right? Depending on the organization you're in, but most organizations, you're not, the boardroom is not full of women, right? In most organizations. So I think that that's also something, right, that we have had to face and deal with that may be a reason why more women have that experience, right? We're not a part of the boys club, so to speak. Dominant, yeah. Right, which is, 
which is a call, another reason to have these female groups, right? Like we have a breakthrough year masterminds all happens right now to be all women leaders and they support each other all the time. All the right. Time. And they lean into each other. They're like, I, I can't imagine not having this group uh, because they're trying to have their breakthrough years to really make a mark and, um, and they need that support from other people. So community is so important and we've been blessed to be on the journey with them. It's phenomenal. Oh my God. You so are. And I think one other huge thing is recognizing that doing this requires getting out of your comfort zone and really learning to be uncomfortable Yes, because that (laughs) it's a series. Like I've had so many situations that are uncomfortable that I'm like, I just have to learn how to be comfortable in the most uncomfortable situation. Yeah. We have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. That's exactly so true. That's what, that's what is required. That's the that only way you're going to grow. Right. And, and break through and break through yeah. the things yeah. that are holding you back. So that's so true. So this is kind of a lead in to some of the strategies to overcome imposter syndrome that you talked about. And I'll, I'll just name off the six that you identified in your blog. Mm -hmm. So the first was recognize and acknowledge, um, challenge negative self-talk, normalize failure. I like that. Embrace vulnerability, celebrate your wins, and embrace a growth mindset. And that wins was not wins. It was wins, W-I-N-D-S, right? Wins. I, I I misspelled it. Oh, no, no, you didn't. No, it was was celebrate your wins, no matter how small, because I feel like we're always thinking about (laughs) the next accolade or the big mountain that we're climbing, but it's really about celebrating your taking the time to reflect and celebrate no matter what is happening. Michelle Michelle made a boo-boo. Oh, she she wrote wins W I N D S. So I was thinking, oh, this is unique. I like that, but it was a typo. Well, maybe we just created. I think I think we are. We got the wind beneath our wings, right? So we got winds floating us up to the air. (laughs) Whatever wind is blowing your way, (laughs) lifting you up. We got it. We got it. I celebrate my wind every day. got lots of wind anyway. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of wind on this one. <laughs> so let's talk about some of these. Tell us a little bit more about recognize and acknowledge, Tori. Yeah. Um, you know, I really think it's time for us to normalize this. As we said yes. earlier, everyone faces this at some point yeah. or another. And it's just knowing that you're not alone. It may feel like that, but I mean it's it's crazy. I mean everyone is going through this. We're just not verbally articulating it like so many other things. But that's why I really love that everywhere I'm going now, I'm hearing this. So it tells me we are making progress with making this a norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we talked a little bit about challenging the negative self-talk. That's that little... That little voice in your ear telling you how you're not good enough or trying yeah, to talk you out lies. of yeah telling you Constantly lies lying to you yeah well you know i like the thing too that anything that makes you feel bad 
is mismanifesting, right? Like if it makes you feel bad, it's not meant for you. Like you should not be, you know, it, it's not, it's not a thought that you should be having. And, um, oh right. Cause you're, you're, yeah, you're mismanifesting. You're manifesting the negative thing that your little voice is telling you. So you have mm -hmm. to just say, uh, no, no, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm going to move forward, you know, like, and I find for myself when I am feeling that and my heart's pounding, right. You just kind of get that sinking feeling in your gut. I just put my hand on my heart and I just say, I hear you. I, I know what you're trying to do. I know you're trying to keep me safe. I, I get that. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I got this. I can yeah. do this. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be okay. And I got this. And I just talk myself down, <laughs> talk myself off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that is what is required of us is to find whatever tools and resources that are going to help us reset. I mean, for me, it's mantras. Yeah. Like, I have oh. mantras written all over my desk. Um, I will come up with a new mantra and put it on my mirror if I have like a big event or something that I'm doing. Um, yeah. So it's just really trying to bring you back, reframe things mm -hmm. and approach it from a positive yeah. perspective versus getting put into that negative sinkhole. Yep. Yep. Uh, for me, it's it's just always looking for the gratitude in every situation, like even when you're scared or like, okay, wait a minute. And then affirmations or mantras, does I just, you know, they come right back to me. Um, so it's very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. helpful. And, and all of this really is the growth mindset, right? Everything oh, we've been yes. talking about is, yeah, yeah, is really a growth mindset. It is. And sometimes also going back and thinking about the the other times that you felt like this and how you overcame that. You know, sometimes literally I will review my CV and be like, I have done this before. I've done this multiple times. I can do this again because I've done it before. Um, so that's also helpful. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, and I think too, when you're thinking about your failures, you know, we talked about you know, your vulnerability and normalizing failure. Or when you think about it, you know, most of the most challenging times in your life took you on to some of the best times in your life. It's that roller coaster thing, right? So it's yeah. just recognizing, okay, so if this doesn't go so well, there's going to be something better on the other side of it. This is meant for me. It's happening for me. Whatever happens, happens for me. And having that kind of mentality. Yeah, I, I've been embracing that, that um, this is, you know, what if we flip the script on this and, and think that this is happening for us to help yeah. us. It's not happening to us. It's actually happening for us mm -hmm. um, because it is, it's taking us to that next level. Yeah. We don't know it at the time. It certainly doesn't feel like it at the time, mm -hmm. but, and, you know, failure doesn't, we can't let it define us. Um, you know, entrepreneurs have failed many times over and they get up and they keep going back at it. And I almost think that's the definition of an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We, we would concur. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You really got to be persistent and yeah. you got to have some grit if you're going to be an entrepreneur, right? Cause it's not a, it's not a clear path to success, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a nope. straight, it's not a straight climb. It's a winding nope. road. Lots of, um, challenges and just different, you know, and, and, you know, uh, new level, new devil. So the higher you go, the more, the different things you have to deal with. 
serious. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So there are a lot of synergies between the journey of being an entrepreneur and stepping out in a whole new way uh, by yourself. You know, it's not like you got a big corporation behind you anymore. You're in a whole new world to imposter syndrome. And let's just chat a little bit about maybe some things that we have done um, and share with our listeners that have helped us on this journey of newness and sometimes scary being out there, bringing new things. Um, so, uh, you know, one example that Tracy and I, and I, I would say we have not perfected this at all, but it's really setting realistic goals for ourselves and our business and just learning about that process and um, being in that, finding that window of big enough to stretch us and that too small to not help us grow uh, and just, you know, playing with that. It's a game. <laughs> really, when you think about it, it's almost like a game as you're growing and you're stepping into new space. And um, I think one thing that has really helped us a lot with that feeling of overwhelm is just then just to chunk them down to that back to your Martin Luther King quote, just one step at a time, right. As you're trying new things. So I know that's something that has been really helpful um, for us in this space. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, I'm a crazy project management planner. So I'm (laughs) always writing lists and putting things on my calendar as a reminder and color coding so I can go back and break things down or tally things up. Um, But also, you know, thinking about what are some of the things that you want to leave this life knowing that you accomplished? Um, I recently read Matthew McConaughey's book. Shout out mm. to his book. It was incredible. I mm. It was unexpected, but he had, I learned so much because mm-hmm. this is his mindset. Yeah. And he had this idea of coming up with the 10 things you want to accomplish in life that mm-hmm. just are, you have to no matter what. So I, I think it's also making sure you take the time to reflect and really digging into what is meaningful, what kind of legacy do you mm-hmm. want to leave behind? Yeah. Um, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is certainly what I'm thinking about in middle life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're all leaving a legacy. It's just, are you leaving one intentionally, right? Or are you just leaving whatever happened? <laughs> right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you also, we were also talking Um, earlier, just setting realistic goals, because this can be so overwhelming. I mean, when you're starting a business, there's so many moving pieces that you never anticipated Mm -hmm. and so many different hats that you have to wear that you've never worn before, possibly. Um, So I think also getting back to being kind to yourself um, and managing your own expectations, because Mm -hmm. You know, nothing is built in a day. Yeah. Yeah. That self-compassion is so important as you're going through this too. Oh yeah. You got to go easy on yourself. Yeah. You really do. Right. I mean, you need to have, you need to have some standards that you're trying to operate within, but at the same time, you're on a learning journey. So it goes back right to that, to being in that space. So that growth mindset, right. That I, I will take my inspired actions, do the things I need to do, but I'm still learning. I'm growing. I'm evolving as my business does as well. And most of us have not a clue what we're doing when we become entrepreneurs. So we really don't know what we're, you know, we have this great idea 
and we want to make it successful. <laughs> and then you learn all the things, right? And then you're like, oh gosh, right? So I think the thing that's helped us a lot too is to invest mm-hmm. in um, subject matter coaches. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really, you know, we have invested quite a bit in being surrounded by individuals who have been down the path before. They know where the holes are. Not that I'm not going to fall in some anyway, but <laughs> they can tell me where they are, right? Um, and just, you know, getting that support uh, from people, right? They'll, they'll ask you the questions that you might not even know to ask yourself right? Um, so that you can mm-hmm. grow and evolve as you're on the journey. And I think that's really been very valuable for us is to have coaches. Absolutely. I don't even know where I would be without my coaches right now. Um, and you, like you were saying, Tracy, they can help you avoid some of the pitfalls and some of the mistakes that they made along mm-hmm. the way. Um, and for me, you know, thinking about when I became an entrepreneur in 2009, it's really tapping into, well, how can I do things differently? Because at that point, I had no, we had no what we were doing and we made a lot of mistakes and that's why I feel like globally empowered is kind of bringing all that full circle Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. and doing it completely different than I did at first Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah it takes a village right (laughs) not only to raise children but (laughs) definitely which I think brings us to another thing that we talked about earlier too that's so important and and that is having a really strong network of supporters right Um, that can really there you know they're there for you you can call on them when you need them and they're just really with you on the journey the ups and down journeys and um, yeah so that's really important and I know we just Actually, uh, not too long ago, we even brought our husbands together with us and said, okay, this is where we're at. And, you know, we wouldn't be where we are without their support. And uh, so just looking at all those different networks that that can help support you on this journey as well is really important. Of course, and Tracy and I are, well, we're just doubly blessed because we have each other. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, we, we, we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and um, we always say, oh, we're so lucky we have each other, like to go through this journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to our life partners, yes. our business yes. partners, yeah. um, those people who really hold us up. Um, and I always think, too, this is your time to be creative, yes. to use this as a creative outlet and ensure you have control now. You're not working in a system or an organization right. and right. you can make this brand truly align with who you are when it comes to your values and your goals Mm -hmm. and your vision for making a difference. So it's really allowed me to get creative again. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. We always say, we can decide this. (laughs) We can decide. I don't have to go to two other people (laughs) to get a sign off. No, I just say, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds good. Yeah, it's really empowering. It is. It really is empowering. But, you know, and with all the, that wonderful, there comes responsibility, right? So you just, it's a balance of both, right? Yeah. Balance of both. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, this has been a lovely conversation about yeah. things we're very familiar with and we love sharing with our listeners, you know, just what our lessons are and being really real and really honest about that as well. <laughs> So, Tori, I just want to thank you. And we um, do have a couple of questions we want to ask you that our 
mystery questions so that our <laughs> listeners can get to know the true, the true you, the true Tori. Um, well, I, one, one question I just want to ask is, um, I follow you on IG. I love your posts. And I happen to know that you have a furry little critter in your life that you like. <laughs> that I'm obsessed. You're obsessed. That's it. I told Tracy, I got to ask her about her cat. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have three. Oh, three. Three tuxedo cats. Yes. Um, we, we, have, we were on the journey of IVF and it didn't turn out the way that we hoped, although we're we're still on the journey to becoming parents. But yeah, so these little furry tuxedo cats are really kind of like our children. So yeah, they're everywhere on my IG. <laughs> <laughs> and they look alike, so don't feel bad. Even my friends and family are they like, do. how do you tell them apart? They all look alike. Oh, that's so funny. Aww. That's so that's funny. That's, that's great. Neat. Yeah. Well, the other thing we wanted to ask you about, Tori, is, you know, you've launched this new business. You've got a lot happening professionally. But what's one personal goal that maybe you're contemplating for 2024? Oh, my God. There's, well, definitely traveling internationally. Um, we, me and my husband have been saying that we need a vacation so badly. <laughs> So we are thinking of the Caribbean or Mexico, somewhere warm that we're just going to jet off to at some point this winter. Uh, so that is, that is really what I need so badly is just to sit on a beach with a good book, lots of yummy treats. We've got one that you could read. Well, I've been reading it. I'm, I'm going to be done by the time I get to the beach. Oh. <laughs> Well, give it to your husband. And congratulations <laughs> on your book. Oh, I mean, thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm learning so, so, so much. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're beach people too. So we're can right we there go with you? you? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know when you're going. We'll get ready. <laughs> right. I'm sure you got, yeah, just tag along. We all need to escape to a beach yeah. as soon as possible. And we always grab our... We always grab our beach novels, like they're not nonfiction. And then usually we swap right. <laughs> halfway through a vacation. Yeah. Here, I'm done with this one. You take that. I'll take the one you're reading. <laughs> yes. Chiclet is how I, yeah, I want chiclet for the beach. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh gosh. Well, this oh, has so been an enlightening conversation. Yeah. Always, uh, as Tracy mm -hmm. started out, we will... You know, you keep coming back into our lives, and I'm sure that our journeys will continue together as we grow our businesses uh, mm -hmm. together as well. And um, is there any closing remarks you'd like to make to the audience before we sign off, Tori? Well, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. It is such a joy to spend time with you. You guys have been so incredible to me. I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. And I've just been in awe seeing what you guys have done with Missing Logic and this book and relaunching your podcast. I'm, yeah, you guys are definitely superstars. And I am, I've learned so much from watching your journey. So thank you. Um, I would love for people to connect with yeah. me and learn more about what I do. And perhaps if they need any kind of support, I'd be, I'd love to lend a hand. Um, you can find out more about myself and Globally Empowered at globallyempowered.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Tori Shamarowski and I'm, yeah. 
Those are my places. And we'll make sure your links are in the show notes. We will definitely do that. We will definitely do that. All right. So that's another wrap for the True Leader podcast. And we just want to thank all of you for being with us today. And I just wanted to ask you that if you found this conversation enlightening, uh, please share it with others. We know there's a lot more people with imposter syndrome out there that could use a listen to this. So please share it. And also, um, and uh, just subscribe, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we're on all the major platforms and our YouTube channel. We're growing so you can see us in the studio. And also, um, we just want to um, have you um, <laughs> have stay, a great day. Have a great day. <laughs> Did I cover everything? Subscribe, I, share. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Just come back, listen again, <laughs> rate and review yeah, on your favorite channel. <laughs> Give us those five stars, those girls. Okay. We love those five stars. <laughs> bloopers and all. Yeah, bloopers and all. Oh, bloopers are the best. <laughs> they are. And all you guys deserve all this. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next Bye. time. See ya. <laughs>